0: I think what it's going to be is, if I had a prediction for the next five years, what we're going to do is there are two futuristic dystopias kind of coinciding with each other, and one is going to be uh, Idiocracy, and the other is going to be Soylent Green, and we're just going to come together, we're going to be eating each other, and we're (laughs) just stupid as a bunch of fucking rocks, so yeah, that's where we're headed. I'm Don Hall, and I'm David Himmel, and this is the Literate Apecast The literate ape uses bad words. If we don't like bad words, maybe you shouldn't listen to it. All right, <laughs> so uh. Happy New Year, back at gotcha. you. I hope your New Year's Eve was, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, you're married a thing. and you have kids, so you just sat around and went to bed at nine. But um, maybe you drank something. But uh, I want to, I wanted to ask you if you had, uh, if you had made any. And I know you and I don't do this, but have you made any resolutions for the coming year, 2023? We're in it. Yeah, I, have really only
1: got one. Um, that's like new for my normal. Thing. I mean, I can make the resolution like, you know, get a promotion, get a raise, work out more, but that's kind of like the constant thing. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really count. That's just like the daily, like, Hey man, always try and do better. Always advance, always moving forward. Like a shark, you know, that not that I am a shark, but that's, Oh, I just thought of that Woody Allen film. What, what is it? Um, Annie Hall, when they're on the airplane, he yes. says, I think we, what we have here is a, is a dead shark. Anyway. Um, so I think, I think the only, by the way, if you're not a Woody Allen fan, um, you're probably not a pervert. I think the, the important thing here for this resolution is making a conscious effort that I need to be more understanding of, or more patient with myself and my wife in that not get so quickly annoyed at how much she annoys me. (laughs)
0: You know, I think, I think that's probably, I think that's a very good, let's stay married in 2023 yeah, it's, uh, it's resolution.
1: Because like, I mean, some of the things like, yeah, look, people, you know, the ones you love annoy you. That's, that's totally normal. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, but maybe some of what annoys me about her is just me being just a miserable shithead. Some, sometimes, well, not all the times. What, and better recognizing not, those those moments.
0: Your annoyance, your annoyance at Katie is rooted in your desperate need for approval. And uh, she doesn't always approve, and so that really pisses you off.
1: Well, really put me put me in place there, didn't you? That cut me down to size. Hey, right hey out of the dude, you're, right, paid,
0: you're paying all this fucking money for therapy, and I can do it in one phrase. So just know it. Own all it. All
1: right. Okay.
0: All right, what what are you? Uh. <laughs> oh, Jesus, hey, if it makes you feel any better, my resolutions are are really just me cutting myself down, but recognizing what a horse's ass I am. Yeah, let's hear I, yours. One, all right, because uh, I wrote this for my sub stacks. I, I will avoid discussion of politics or engage any attractive woman whilst drinking rye whiskey. Rye makes me cry watching things like CSI Vegas, so it does not make a solid accompaniment <laughs> to either sharp thinking or brilliant pickup lines. Um, I resolve that I will stop asking random people how old they think I am because that shit is as old as I am. Um <laughs> I will limit the age range of women I may date to 50 to 65. I will seek out only those with naturally gray hair. I will aggressively avoid women who see sex as a weapon of empowerment. Basically, I will not date. Um, I will exorcise the industry jargon from my vocabulary. I recognize that people who routinely use words like ideation and synergistic are kind of douchey. So, yeah, these, these are some of my some of my uh you know my yeah, things yeah no that's good that's good i am um, i had a you know a boss who
1: was a a complete poser <clears throat> excuse me his dad was president of the company and before he was the mar- the director of marketing he was a bartender which like no oh, disrespect to sure. bartenders but like it's not a natural progression no anyway, it's not <laughs> his whole thing i swear to god and he he fucking admitted this to me which just uh he was always like throwing out buzzwords, and, and they, they worked most of the time. Like, oh, synergy. Okay, that's a good time to use synergy, but ugh, can you not?
0: Don't, don't use the word. Stop what, it. it. What I, he told me... I, I recognize, me, yeah. I recognize he, that I use it too much. But what did he tell you?
1: I don't think I've ever heard you use the word synergy. But what he told me was that every week, like the start of the week, he goes online and finds a, the buzzword, the business buzzword of the week. And he finds a way to use that business buzzword every week, and that's what he like, just trying to be
0: buzzword cutting oh, edge. God, yeah. We kind of, oh, to... Well, the reason I'm the reason I mentioned it is, is uh, as you know, and I don't think I've officially announced it on the podcast, but uh, I have. I finally landed like an actual job um, yeah. after after doing graveyard shift and surveillance at the Kansas Star Casino. Here in, in Wichita, um, lovely. I actually, oh, that dude, I'm I'm writing a piece about uh, about that, even though I signed an NDA with them. <laughs> Don't do that. But, no, I mean I'm not going to write about them specifically, but I'm going to write about. I mean, dude, let's put it this way: the first <laughs> night they said, "Hey, just fuck around with the cameras," and I was like, "How how how powerful these are these cameras." And I'm, like, playing with it, and I see a guy, and he's got to be 50 feet from the camera, and he's sitting on his phone. He's texting. He's sitting at a, a, a slot machine, and he's texting. I went, like, well, I wonder I wonder how, how good these cameras are. And I start zooming in. Dude, I could read his texts. <laughs> That's how fucking powerful these goddamn cameras are, which freaked me out. But anyway, I got hired as the promotions and events director for five Wichita-area radio stations— but yeah. when I was when I was in my third interview with the general manager of the whole company who apparently I thought he, he was flying into town to interview you know Wichita candidates no, no he lives no, in the apartment above the radio station no he he flew out from Alabama but his comment was no no you're the only one that made it to me so that was oh wow nice good and I got and I got uh, hired despite my use of, of the word of uh, the use of the word ideation so uh, <laughs> I used it, I said. Like that. I said ideation, and this guy looks at me and goes, What? <laughs> I said ideation. She goes, Yeah, okay, good word. And I went, Man, I'm a douche. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I learned a word and I used it and and I can't ever use that word again. In in serious seriously. And that is one of my resolutions. Yeah. Sure. All right. that's a good so resolution. Yeah. So we're in 2023.
1: Yeah. Amazingly,
0: after the last couple of years, it's amazing that I haven't put a gun in my mouth and uh, you're still living with your family. So we, I mean, you know, we've survived. We've made it, and I think that Yeah, we're intact.
1: Well, I, I was gonna, what I was just about to say was that I think that you know, if Katie and I could survive the the pandemic, moving and the birth of two kids now, yeah, um. You know, bar and I can any, survive
0: like, this. Yeah, I can survive this year without like hanging myself in, the, in a in a garage somewhere.
1: Yeah, sure. I, I think I think that we're gonna that we're gonna make it. But you know, but the big the, the the trick is that there's could be this big surprise. Like, I've been a hooker for the last three years, or
0: she's yeah. been a hooker for the last okay, three years, the, or I've been a hooker for the last or three you've years, been a hooker and, for the last and, three years, and all of my whining and bullshit for the last eight months has been pointless because I was a hooker too.
1: Yeah. What the hell? What you did, you, you, you fooled all of us. She was the yeah. victim. You were the whore.
0: Yeah. The liar
1: and the cheat. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, Katie and I had, an, I had an idea the other night where every week we sit down on the bed, we hold each other's hands and look into each other's eyes, and we just say the words... Some version of these, but it's kind of like a Dr. Seuss book. There's like five words we get to use, and you can use them in any fashion we like. And those words are, fuck you, fuck off, go fuck yourself, I fucking hate you. Fuck you. Just do that once a week and get all of our tension out. And, you know, we don't have to get into the nitty gritty details of what the problem is. It's, it's always the same problem.
0: It's, it's all like a Meis- it's like a Meisner exercise. You're doing a yeah. Meisner exercise yeah. with uh yeah. I think that's you're doing a Meisner exercise written by David
1: Mamet. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. We've done it for one week. We haven't spoken since, and uh, we'll see, it's going great. So we'll see how <laughs> we'll see how it works the rest of the year, and see if this is something we should take
0: forward. <laughs> ah, that's funny. All right. So one of the things that you shot me. Oh, first of all, we were going to record last week. That I just have to say that was one of the funniest things. Now, I have to give Joe a little a little bit of a, a pass. Yeah. He'd he'd been up since three thirty in the morning. He flew all Excuse the way me. to Wichita. He spent Christmas with my family and uh and we were gonna record last week and you hit me up like fifteen minutes to nine and Joe and you were like, Hey, I wanna ask you guys some old man stuff. And I said, <laughs> Well, we can't record because because it's nine o'clock and Joe's asleep. <laughs> yeah so,
1: um i still have those questions about the old man stuff that
0: well then we'll get joe yeah. on a we'll get him on a three-way call and uh and we'll do we'll do the old man questions uh soon soon we'll do it okay. sometime this month absolutely but you yeah said, it was just it was do, very funny let's
1: do some old man shit and then we didn't yeah. record because of because some old, of man, old shit. man shit
0: yeah that was that was some comedy gold what did i say that um, like
1: Three three brilliant writers, and not one of us could have come up with this.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it, it, I this thought it was so funny, and it was just hysterical, yeah. man. Yeah, I loved it. But you had said for this, this, uh, it is the second day of uh 2023, 2023. and we were talking about uh, uh, we talked about uh, maybe uh, doing headlines and predictions. For the coming year, and so uh, we have our 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 faux headlines, and uh, I've actually got a couple of Nostradamus predictions for the coming year. So you know that shit's true. Yeah. So uh, so you want to do headlines first? Let's do headlines. All right. Well, uh, you gonna start? You want me to start? Uh, let's have you start. All right. My first headline for 2023. Russia continues attacking Ukraine with bottles and taunts. Ukraine now replacing Vietnam as the place not to invade.
1: That's why the French are staying out of it. They learned their lesson back in the They know.
0: They figured that shit out a long time ago. no, 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 no yeah you know and russia didn't learn their lesson because this is just afghanistan times yeah. two jesus
1: all right my uh, my first headline alex jones shot to death at mauled book signing calls <laughs> calls victims crisis actors
0: that's nice. how powerful
1: that's how powerful this guy is yeah he's, he's shot to death and he's still calling the victims crisis actors
0: well, it's because he takes all those fucking supplements he sells. That's really right, what yeah? it is. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, it, I should rephrase did. that. His dick
1: calls victims crisis actors because it's yes. just for his
0: penis. There you go. That's <laughs> my I'm second Alex Jones' boner. <laughs> Southwest Airlines merges with Greyhound. <laughs> oh, Poor God. people never arrive anywhere. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 Oh, poor Southwest, you idiots. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. All right. Uh, (laughs) Second headline. As you know, uh, the Himmel family is going to Israel in June to celebrate my father's long overdue 70th birthday from 2020 when we couldn't go. So this headline is related to that. Himmel family victims of Israeli-Palestinian conflict stoned by Palestinian preschoolers trying to deflect an incoming missile.
0: (laughs) All right. We'll see if that's... Israel
1: yeah. Israel is always the victim.
0: Always, always, yeah. always. Speaking of victims, uh, and one of the headlines, and I know this is going to be true, and since you're going to be in Israel, it'll probably happen to Rory, but Chicago man legally required to suck transgender woman's cock <laughs> or suffer new hate crime law. <laughs>
1: <sighs> yeah. No, that's, that's got Zacher written all over it. Yeah, yeah, that's all, that's all Rory, man. <laughs> oh, God. All right, headline number three for 2023. Donald Trump found not guilty. That, yeah. That, that's it. I mean, you know, that's name it. it. Not that, guilty of what? Yeah. Name it.
0: Name it. Name it. It's just what it is. Uh, My fourth headline is Epic Showdown Between Angry Black Women and White Women's Tears (laughs) Sparks Civil War. Oh,
1: God.
0: (laughs) I saw... (laughs) It reminds (laughs) me of a bottle
1: of wine I saw at a liquor store a couple weeks ago. It was like... Fuck, what was it? Angry Black Girl? Or Angry... Was it Angry Black Girl? I don't know. Something something Black Girl or something Angry Black. I don't know. But I thought I saw it and I was like, well, that's got to be every white girl's favorite Cabernet. Like, look, girls. <laughs> with, you know. Anyway. All right. My next headline. <laughs> don't laugh at your own jokes before you tell them, David. Florida boy yeah. finds body of Jesus Christ in Walmart bathroom stall. <laughs>
0: You know what's going to happen. I, I believe, mean, only you know, in Florida. It's only going to happen in Florida. It
1: could happen in Arizona because Arizona yeah. is, of course, the Florida of the West.
0: Of the West. It's true. It's true. All right. That's true. All right. In uh, my fifth headline, and I know this is going to happen President Biden, in a fit of dementia, launches attack on Spain, screams, <laughs> remember the Maine to the confused oh on looks God. of Gen Z staffers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I think that, like,
1: my my initial reaction to Joe Biden dementia jokes are, like, oh come on, give the guy a break. But no, because we were doing that shit with Reagan. Yeah. Of course, Reagan actually had dementia, and Biden might too. Yeah. We just didn't know. I don't know. Look, it's all. I for just crap. love
0: the idea of him of him just thinking that we're still yeah <laughs> that he's still a young man and he. <laughs> He starts in You (laughs) Remember the maid. And all his Gen Z staffers are like, is that a new rapper? Right.
1: All right. uh, My final uh, headline for 2023. With body of Christ found, Christianity no longer a religion. Everyone now a Muslim or Jew. Rabbi Pope Francis celebrates. (laughs)
0: There you go. Although, I guess guess it would
1: just be Rabbi Francis
0: celebrates. Yeah, just me. Rabbi, formerly Pope Francis. Right, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, former, whatever. Now Rabbi. Whatever. That's funny. All right. Well, I think we'll see if those headlines come true. Um, (laughs) And and if it does, we're going to have to start a GoFundMe for uh, Rory Zacher's legal defense. Jesus. Which is crazy. All right, so... I just wanted to share these because uh, we also talked about predictions for 2023. And I looked up Nostradamus. You remember Nostradamus, right? Oh, Don, I just found my 2021 predictions. Oh, God. my 2021 all right. headlines. Well, but yes, continue right. your thing. We want to go all back right. and revisit these. <laughs> yes you could yes we could do that I think that's funny no I' but you remember you remember no let's before we get into our predictions what are, what are the headlines that you put out for 2020 for 2022 that came true or didn't
1: uh yeah let me get them up right now all right so yeah because
0: I did i did I don't even think I did them I don't know I couldn't find them if i if I, I didn't look
1: I didn't look oh this is for 2021 oh my god where's 2022
0: yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Never mind. I don't know where 2022 Tank. went. Yeah. Headline: David Himmel in fit of dementia. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you remember? Did you see when you were in high school? Did you see the uh, the documentary about Nostradamus with uh, like giant fat Orson Welles? Oh God! Did you no, ever see but that? I, no, but I watched oh, a lot to... of
1: the Nostradamus stuff on the History Channel in the Oh
0: no, no! In I Early mid 2000s they showed that they showed that in my high school it was like part of a social studies class and it was it was it was a giant fat Orson wells talking about <laughs> nostradamus and all of the fucking prophecies of yeah. nostradamus you know, sorry for those that don't know nostradamus was a monk in a billion years ago and uh, he wrote this giant tome of uh, predictions for the world. And enough conspiracy theorists who now are in QAnon um, and are, 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 uh, are trans activists, um, they, uh, they, they believed that this shit was going to come true. So here's two that I thought were pertinent uh, for 2023. Um, mm-hmm. He says he predicts that humans will begin to take desperate measures in order to survive. He says, quote, no abbots, monks, no novices to learn. Honey shall cost far more than candle wax. So high will be the bushel of wheat rise that man will be eating his fellow man. Oh, my God. So he's basically predicting in 2023 we're going to have cannibalism on the reg. Oof. Oof. You know, I'm ready to eat some humans. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, as long as they're smaller than me, I don't give a shit. Um, The other one he had, he predicted that the temperatures will rise further and sea levels would rise to unexpected levels. He wrote... Quote, like the sun, the head shall sear the shining sea. The black sea's living fish shall all but boil. When Rhodes and Genoa half-starved shall be, the local folk to cut them up shall toil. So basically, he's predicting that uh, global warming's going to happen and we're all going to fucking boil. But my prediction is that we'll still pretend like it's not happening.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, actually, that was... uh... One of the headlines that I thought about writing was uh, uh, climate experts, quote, ah, fuck it. <laughs> I
0: and mean, that's it. It took me a second. I went, oh, that that that's the headline. That's good. Like, you know, like, because that's how I feel yeah. like we are. And I, uh,
1: like, every time I start my car, I think, ah, shit. I'm not helping here, but look, like, I got I got places to be. I got to run to Walgreens and get some more sour gummy worms because I'm gonna get stoned tonight, and that's okay. <laughs> you know, like totally. See, there useless. you go. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it's like <laughs> totally it's sort of like shit, but like it's sort of like my not, mom. My mom saying she better. believes in climate change, but don't take away my air conditioning. I mean, right. I get it. exactly. This that's is, exactly this, that's right. a human condition. That's like, that's all that's these the world.
1: Fucking plastics that I have in this house. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I just bought a new um, case for my for my iPhone because my other one was all banged up and like it was not it quote unquote needed replacement.
0: It didn't need and replacement. I, you just it wanted didn't a new need replacement. F- it makes you feel it makes you feel like you have a new phone. You don't want to buy a new phone. So you get yeah. a new case and it makes it feel like you have a new I'll phone. Brand which new is phone. why exactly. I which is why I have three cases for my phone. And when I get bored with one case and I'm like, My phone sucks. Mm-hmm. I need to get a new phone. I just switch it out and I go, Oh, I have a new phone because I'm retarded. So Yeah,
1: like I didn't need this, but I had A few bucks to burn. I had some money left on an Apple card. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. But that's... I'm not helping the environment. So yeah, this is the climate experts saying, guys, we have like another year before to fix this
0: shit or we're fucked. And we're not going to fix it. And they're just going to be like, well, No, we're not going to fix it. Ah, fuck it. Well, I mean, those are... And I'm sure you have uh, a lot more hopeful or interesting or maybe even funny uh, predictions. My predictions for 2023, Nostradamus notwithstanding, uh, is that despite the obvious evidence and scientific conclusions, despite all of that, we will do nothing about the climate, not really. Gender care will still include puberty blockers for adolescents. Fat people will still die of COVID, but no policies will be enacted to combat obesity, Twitter will still be 30 angry people screaming in a vacuum that the media will take seriously and Trump will not go to jail. Those are my predictions for 2023. Those are and right along. And, and maybe that Greta Thunberg uh, oh, goes God. to Nevada. She goes to Nevada and dies of uh, of thirst. So
1: Leave that poor girl alone. She is doing her best and
0: God bless her for it. Seriously. She's going to die. She's going to eat a, she's, you know, everybody forgets she's a teenager and she's doing amazing work for a fucking teenager. Cause most teenagers are eating Tide Pods. So no, most teenagers off.
1: are doing the same thing a 43 year old is doing, which is getting stoned and eating gummy, sour gummy worm. What are your predictions
0: for 2023? I've,
1: they're pretty simple they're right along the same lines same lines as yours um <laughs> which is it's just going to be
0: exactly the same it's exactly the as same. 2022 I don't <laughs> think
1: anything's going to change trump will remain loud and annoying and free yeah uh twitter will remain loud annoying and free $8. but then not free and then free again yeah. and then not and then ugh. um i think Honestly, dude, I th- I think we might,
0: I think we might go to war with Russia. Um, I think we're gonna go to war with China.
1: But is I don't that think a that's way happen. to avoid See, war I don't with think...
0: Russia or something? Like, uh, it's, uh, no, neither I are smart. I, if...
1: Neither are smart at no, all. I, we've I, given. I,
0: yeah, I don't but, think it's going to happen next year, but I think in 2024 uh, well, leading we'll talk about that pres- next January. Yeah, lead, leading up to the presidential election, I think we are going to have to like put our foot down because Russia is finally going to be backed up into the wall, and he's going to start throwing out nukes. And as soon as we go after Russia, China is going to jump in, and then it's going to be World War Three, and it's going to be everybody against Russia and China, and maybe God, India. God damn. In India? You think India's going to side with Russia? I think they're going to side with uh, China.
1: China? Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: God, that's a scary thought, man. Yep. That really is a scary thought. Because to us, you know, to us, World War is is, kind of cute. Like, we've
0: seen all those Bing Crosby films. They're adorable. See, I think it's more like... uh, I think it's going to come out more like Red Dawn. I mean, it uh, will be... Yeah, I think it will be more
1: of a... Levi's and, gonna and be the, Wrangler shirts kind of fight.
0: Yeah, and you're gonna be you're gonna be C. Thomas Howell, and I'm gonna be Charlie Sheen. So okay. uh, that's how that's gonna that's how you're gonna get re, you're gonna start off as a puss and then get really bloodthirsty. Yeah, and I'm just gonna try to I'm just gonna try to live up to Patrick Swayze. That's all. But you, I just you know to, what? You'll never live up approval. to Patrick Swayze. You'll never I know, live up to want, Patrick Swayze. I just want his I just want his approval. That's all I want, really. Take him for a drink at the roadhouse. And now, Worshack of the News.
1: All right, buddy, here we go. You brought it up earlier. Southwest cancels another 4,800 flights as its reduced <laughs> schedule continues. Before I finish this headline, it's important <laughs> to note that of all the flights that were canceled over like, the last... You know, the week the week of Christmas, the when everything Christmas shut down when we had after. like when like Atlanta was fifteen degrees, when you know when America froze. Yeah. Like I think it was ninety percent of yeah. those flights were Southwest. Ninety yeah, yeah. percent of the canceled like, flights. All the
0: canceled flights. Delta Delta canceled like two percent of their flights and, and Fucking uh, Spirit
1: yeah. Airlines didn't even weigh into this. Like yep. Southwest used to be
0: well, you You talk about it. This is, I'm presenting to you. Well, I mean, to me, to me, it was an inevitable, it was an inevitable conclusion. Southwest is going the way Southwest is going, the same reason that Saturn stopped selling cars.
1: (laughs) Oh, poor Saturn. God damn it. Those are the cutest little, like, grown-up Fisher-Price-looking cars ever.
0: Yep, and they they were like, no, we're not going to pressure you. We're not going to give you options. We're just going to say, hey, come on in, buy a car. It's cheaper that way. And they went out of fucking business, not because of their business model, but because their car sucked. Southwest Airlines is like, hey, we're going to keep our prices low and you're not going to get a big of book your own seat. And you're going to come into this fucking thing. And because they suck, because their planes are subpar, because they don't put any money into their, their, their service, any of it, uh, they're, they're going to go the way, the, the way of the dodo. Yeah. Southwest is done. God. I mean, Southwest. They're done. They're done.
1: They revolutionized the industry for a little bit. Or they, yeah, I mean. Just like Saturn did, and Saturn went out of business. I mean, I'm mostly on, I used to fly Southwest all the time, but I mostly fly United Mm -hmm. and America now because I live closer to O'Hare. And like now it's, if I'm going to get to Midway, like I need to take a flight there. I have to drive to O'Hare anyway, so I might as well just fly where I'm going You need a helicopter. Yeah. You need a
0: helicopter to get to O'Hare or to Midway.
1: Oh, fucking Southwest. Jesus.
0: All right. Yeah. This (laughs) This
1: <laughs> this story has been cracking me up. So are you familiar with Congressman-elect George Santos from New York?
0: Yes. Oh, yes, right. I am. Right. The liar. So the he, biggest, dumbest fucking liar of all liars. Guy. Some GOP leaders say
1: Republican Santos lied about career and his Jewish heritage. This is
0: a new oh, one. Oh, he lied but about... The, the thing this is, this guy made unfolding. up... Here's the funny thing about Santos is he lied about <laughs> where he went to college. He lied about who he worked for. I mean, he lied about his that he was he made he made allusions that he had he had a Jewish that his relatives escaped yeah. persecution in 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 the Holocaust. This guy is he was maybe all over the place, all this, over and the then, place. He, he also said his, that he had employees his defense,
1: die in the 2016 Pulse exactly. nightclub shooting.
0: Yeah, like uh, Jesus. Yeah, I mean this guy. It's 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 literally it's like if it's it's if it's it's as if my ex-wife ran for office and got, um, and got elected. Got elected. And then, yeah. and then and then his big defense is, well, you know, I my campaign was true. <laughs> Fucking this moron. is my favorite. So here's
1: here's some quotes of this guy. Ugh. A lot of a lot of people overstate on their resumes, or twist a little bit, or ingra- ingrandulate themselves. That's a sick right there. Ingrandulate. Like ideation. Themselves. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm not saying I'm guilty of that. I'm not a fraud. I'm not a criminal who defrauded the entire country, made up this fictional character, and ran for Congress. Although he admits that but all he of made that made shit up. that all of it is. <laughs> it's just, just a
0: fucking. You, just, you know. We're, we're, we, we are, this is idiocracy. As much as everybody said idiocracy was a couple of years ago, like when, when Trump got elected. No, no. Now is idiocracy. We are, we are wading deep into that shit. Yeah. It,
1: uh, I mean, idiocracy, you also have to realize like didn't happen all at once. It wasn't like that idiot president was elected and then, you know, Gatorade in water, in water fountains or power, whatever the hell it was. Mountain Dew in
0: water, whatever it was. Electrolytes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) This like this takes time, and it's just it's happening. It is unfolding oh, as in we in speak. It. And George Santos is going to be the, uh, you know, secretary of farts in a couple of years. See, like I
0: think I think what it's going to be is if I had a prediction for the next five years, what we're going to do is there two, two futuristic dystopias kind of coinciding with each other. And one is going to be uh, Idiocracy and the other is going to be Soylent Green. And we're just going to come together. We're going to be eating each other and we're (laughs) just stupid as a bunch of fucking rocks. So, yeah, that's where we're headed. All
1: right. Your next uh, headline for Rorschach. The Vatican. Remember, we're still all Jewish. Florida boy hasn't found Jesus in the stall yet. That's true. The Vatican says retired Pope Benedict... His health is worsening. So? How do you feel about Papa Benny? You know, I don't. Was he... I mean, I don't follow See, Catholicism okay, that closely, th- but was he the most I'm, feckless
0: I'm, pope ever? Yeah, I'm, I, I just want to throw it out. Here's the thing. I want to throw it out. And, and actually, my mom um, has been going around in Wichita with her. She's got like a group of her church ladies. Um and they've been going. They went to uh, a Greek Orthodox church. They went to a synagogue. They called first, knowing sort of the thing is that we would like to attend a service because we kind of. They're just kind of experimenting and seeing how other religions, kind of behave, and uh, <laughs> and they went to the synagogue and uh, and 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 you know it doesn't have a whole lot of grandeur. There's not a lot of ca- you know dazzle camouflage. Um, yeah. which is what they expect and that kind of thing. But one of the things is that the, the rabbi had a, a like a QA after after the service, he had a QA because he had a lot of people that were just visiting. I mean, it wasn't his regular thing. Yeah. So he had a lot of people that are visiting, and one kid said, What do you what do you, what do you do about Jesus? And his well, answer we, was We have him killed, of course. Well, no, his answer was <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Yeah, And then he he moved on. And so when you ask me about the Pope, what do you think about the Pope? I don't. Great. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's, yeah, it's... I don't care. All right, uh, here's one that you might, well, yeah, you might care about. Because you might be moving back to Illinois, and you might need bail. So what happens when cash bail ends? (laughs) (laughs) Illinois is poised to become the
0: first state to completely eliminate cash bail. So what's the replacement to cash bail? Is there... They're just saying there's no bail or they're just uh, saying that they don't need bail? No, crypto. Are you serious? No, I'm not fucking serious. Okay. Hey, dude. This is idiocracy. That's not that far-fetched. So what are they... I mean, what are they replacing cash bail with? Is it like you can only write a check? Um, Let's see. The, you got going to have a credit card?
1: Let's see... It doesn't quite say in this story.
0: I'm not sure. When cash bail is not complete, it has the same sense I mean, getting rid of cash bail, I mean, there's other options unless they're just getting rid of bail and that's not constitutional. Right? So I I don't think they're going to get away with that. I think that's
1: what it is. It's bail. They're getting rid of bail for people that are like non certain crimes, like nonviolent crimes. Um, like if you get picked up for selling, like say, a, you know, a gram of Coke, you're probably not going to get have bail like you you'll be released and you know until you oh you have to to show up for your so they're so they're basic so
0: they're basically going uh it's just a different in run uh to let's let's create as much rampant crime as we possibly can. as san francisco did Okay, where where they said we're just not gonna prosecute people that steal up to nine hundred dollars no. worth of shit, and yeah. then everybody went into Walgreens and just started just taking shit and leaving. Um, no, they'll still yeah, prosecute. Yeah. They're still they're not off the, the hook. They're well, still no, that's what I'm saying. It's just it's just a different thing. So so basically, the guy that, that that gets pulled over for a gram of coke, he's just not gonna be held. There's no bail, so they're just gonna let him go and expect that he's gonna show up for his court date because he's such and an if- upstanding citizen in the first place, which is going to be a massive clusterfuck
1: well other states have tried it before so we'll see we'll see what happens i mean you know they also say that fewer people without bail fewer of these um offenders have been arrested again because what happens is you get busted for selling a gram of coke you have to pay bail let's say it's 10 grand Where are you gonna get that money you gotta loan it borrow it from somebody you have to pay them back you out. You have to commit more crime because your job doesn't pay you enough. Like it's you know the, the vicious cycle of poverty. So it's I think that's
0: where the the idea comes from. Yeah, and I, I love the idea because poor people just by you know because when we when we when we when we uh, when we reduce entire groups of people to the to the simplest thing, poor people traditionally have always been the most noble. Uh, yeah. Didn't you have you not read any Charles Dickens at all? Come on. Yeah, it's true. I have. I have. You're right. Right. uh, No, I was that. That's what I was saying. I was saying poor people are absolutely the most noble. They don't commit crimes. And when they do, they're usually wrongfully accused. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yes, that works. All right. Uh, Let's go back to Israel. I love going back to Israel.
1: Hundreds of U.S. rabbis protest new Israeli government in public letter, which actually, this makes me feel really good. (laughs)
0: Back that up. Say how many? Hundreds? Hundreds. Wow. I mean, that is serious. That's a serious protest. I mean, how well, many people? You know, how, it's uh, how many people? No. How many? How many people showed up for the uh, the the pussy hat march? Uh, thousands millions. Yeah. How many people showed up and and, and protested uh, the police murder of George Floyd? Uh, millions. So, basically, what you're saying is this protest is just slightly more outraged than when they introduced the impossible sausage at Cracker Barrel.
1: I, I don't know. What I'm saying is that rabbis... <laughs> it's a big deal because rabbis speaking out against Israel in any form is
0: a big fucking deal. Yeah, but there's only hundreds. So, doesn't who matter. cares? Doesn't matter. Oh, there's, so these rabbis have a lot of uh, a lot of influence.
1: I mean, we'll see. They're probably not gonna. Let's see. Yeah. No. The letter drafted by prominent by two prominent retired rabbis ah, <laughs> drew more than three hundred signatures from rabbis in the Reform, Conservative, Renewal, and Reconstructioning, Reconstructioning movements of Judaism. I, I I think it says something for rabbis to speak out against Israel and Israel's politics is a big deal because normally Jewish Uh, Jewish Americans fall in line with Israel and you just you don't see this a lot
0: you don't see it a lot because to speak out against Israel and its politics is to be anti-Semitic no? no May, Morton will say, "I don't think it's anti-Semitic to speak against uh, the politics of Israel. I don't think it's anti-Semitic I don't either, to but a judge lot of Jews do based, to judge negatively and 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 try to discriminate and kill Jewish people for being Jewish. That's anti-Semitic." Don, uh, I know that the you know of that. Israel. But, that just makes sense. That's just common well, sense. That's, Right, that's the problem. I just, that's I why just, like it, Ilhan it, Omar is correct proct- in her in her hey. speaking
1: out and they get she gets dumped on for being anti-Semitic. She's not anti-Semitic. She's anti these terrible hateful racist uh uh tactics and policies she's put in also, by Israel. Well,
0: she's she she's also anti uh, able to see that that the people she Trumpets are just as bad. So uh
1: <laughs> I don't know who <laughs> she, know. she I don't know who she but,
0: Trumpets, but she loves she loves the Palestinians and man, they ain't nobody clean on either side of that conflict. Well, does she love them, or is she just trying to find some kind of like even ground here? Because I'm
1: I'm pro Palestinian state, but I'm not pro assholes murdering people for their,
0: well, for their state. I don't know. I don't. I don't really follow her. I just know that uh, as whenever I read a protest, like hundreds of people signed a a petition. Uh, I can't think of anything less persuasive than a petition.
1: Well, this is, I think this is a big deal for the American Jewish, Jewish American movement and the Jewish American population. Because, you know, Netanyahu is putting in place anti-Palestinian... Uh, people in charge of his police force, and they're
0: ramping. It's a nat- he's he's creating this nationalist. Oh, I know. Yeah, I mean he he's a monster. I mean, he's the a thing fucking about monster. Is, here now, here's the thing, and it's the thing we everyone in the world skews authoritarian. We all skew authoritarian because authoritarian is control. When when we have authoritarian, I mean, and I'm not saying that that I, that's a good thing. I'm simply saying that is sort of like the human. The human natural, you know, the natural human response to government is that most of the world, and I would argue most of humanity, prefer an authoritarian because then the authoritarian takes care of the crime, takes care of it. It's just that in America. We have a more individualistic society because we have that individualistic society. We don't like authoritarians unless they back our policies, and then we really want the authoritarians on our side. It, and so, the, the the difficulty that I have with uh, with Israel is, of course, they're authoritarian. Um, and if they, it's, bottom line is, if they weren't authoritarian, then they wouldn't have an Israel. And so this is the this is the thing that, that, that you kind of have to balance is, you know, he, if you want to have the Israeli state, you got to be a dick because nobody wants them to have an Israeli state. Never did. Yeah. So they've been fighting that fight for the whole time. So what are you going to do? You're going to keep just kind of taking it on the chin and being nice or you're going to get some fucking missiles and say, fuck off, I'm making this an apartheid state. Either way, <laughs> it's a bad solution. It's a bad solution either way, but you're not going to get a whole lot of, like, liberal democracy in Israel. It's just never going to happen if you're going to have an Israel. I got to say it, man, because, you know, this podcast
1: has become a record of of our lives here that I'm not looking forward to visiting Israel. I'm sure that I'm not looking
0: forward to you visiting Israel either. I don't know if i will ever
1: have a podcast. I'm going to go in there with an open mind, a journalist mind. I mean, truly, like, I really am going to go in there. I'm going to put all my bullshit that I have with it behind me and just really accept it for exactly what it is as best I possibly can and I think I think like, I want you to keep an audio diary
0: I want you to keep an audio diary and then you're going to send it to me and I'm going to put it on the Apecast
1: yeah that's that's yep we'll do that but I just I, I'm legitimately worried that I'm going to get caught up in yep some bullshit fucking Palestinian Israeli
0: fucking you know dick fight Piss, piss match, pissy match, well, dick fight. Oh. I would hope. Hey, I would. <laughs> I would hope. I would hope that it would be a dick fight because that's comedy gold. And I would hope it would just be like one Israeli guy <laughs> and one Palestinian guy, and they're trying to hit each no. other with their dicks. And somehow you get caught in between, and you're getting hit with dicks of both stripes, it's, it's, just it's, it's across skins. the face. It's a just dick, like a it's dick like fight the, in
1: Israel is skins and guys, no skins.
0: It's it's like it's like the Israeli guy is he hits you in the face with his dick and then says "Mao" and then the Palestinian hits you in the face with his dick and says "Mao" and eventually you have to play Russian roulette with one of their dicks. Oh god.
1: All right. Well, there's that. All right, last well, thing. <laughs> 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 Little lighter fair for you. Paula Abdul is being called out for face tuning herself to look 19. Like she looks like a completely different person.
0: Well, you know, um, have you seen, have you seen the uh, what's the? It's the the movie trailer for eighty for Brady. No. Okay, um, it's basically it's uh, Rita Moreno, Sally Field. Um, uh, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda playing these eighty because they're all eighty old, they're all eighty year old women playing at, based on a true story these eighty year old women who want to go to the Super Bowl to see Tom Brady the last time, and the problem that I have with that is that Jane Fonda looks like she, have you seen the trailer for Megan? Nope. Megan is basically it's an updated version of Child's Play where the doll is this little girl with long hair and, uh, and, and, and Jane Fonda looks like this Megan thing. It looks, she's so plastic looking. So anybody wants to give a shit to Paul Abdul, throw, throw some fucking shade to goddamn, uh, Jane Fonda, throw some shade to Nicole uh, whatever her name is, used to be married. Kidman, because yeah, of that fucking yeah. commercial. She looks like she's made out of plastic. So, you know, if Paula Abdel wants well, think... to tune herself, fuck you, at least she's not sure. going down the road of, hey, cut my face up and make me look like a fucking creature from outer space. Yeah, I agree.
1: And I, 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 I clicked through the, the Instagram photos, and, you know, look, man, it's if Paul... I can she looks like Paula Abdul 19, like she looks like
0: Forever My Girl I mean come on yeah I, and if hey and I don't care what Paula Abdul looks like she's Paula Abdul she's Paula Abdul I and would, she looks I great would not without kick, the face not, tuning but I don't care how old she is I wouldn't kick her out of bed she's Paula Abdul no man she's Forever My Girl she danced with a fucking cartoon cat stop it right that's all I'm saying. It. Like, I think,
1: I feel like that gets lost in the Paula Abdul story. Of I like, think so. And it's like, she's American Idol for so many people, but like people forget
0: the was, Forever, Forever the, Your Girl album. Like yeah, she the, the, was the fucking jam. cat
1: dance, the straight up. I mean, yeah,
0: that was shit. That shit was, that dude, was Dude, Paula rad. Abdul,
1: 1989, Paula Abdul, that was some, that shit
0: slammed. That was, that was it. That was the deal. And so I don't want to hear anybody shit on Paul Abdul. I don't. I I won't listen to anybody. There were six things you should do this
1: week. My first thing this week. Ah, I feel bad doing this, but my God. Um, With all due respect, and how much is... how much is due to my to my wife's one of my wife's uh occupations this is about real estate. This is in the Atlantic. The headline is the home ownership society was a mistake. Real estate should be treated as consumption, not investment this is it's by jerusalem dem Demsass? Demsass? You you racists
0: you racist I know
1: oh. That's just that's what their parents name them. I don't know. And I don't know if it's a guy or a girl because Jerusalem is, is sort of for all peoples. I don't know. And maybe that's the problem. Um <laughs> But this is this story is everything that I have felt and everything that I have said about real estate and how we treat it, how we look at real estate. I just I mean, kudos to Jerusalem because this person was able to put it in a one well thought out um Peace for the Atlantic something I've, I've not done I didn't try to do I just bitched about it so well done Jerusalem this it's a really great look at how we treat home ownership and how it um, hurts us
0: yeah hurts, that's why, um, it's why hurt, I mean, yeah it's why I'd never have any interest in owning a home it's because my parents were in real estate for a hundred years so uh, yeah I've seen exactly what owning a home Looks like I know all the money involved and it's just like, nah, nah, I'd just rather rent and then somebody else can fix my toilet.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: All right, my first that's my first
1: thing. The home ownership society was a mistake. There you go.
0: My first thing is also read. It is also in The Atlantic. It is an article by Lynn Stigger strong What a famous writer's early work can teach us about failure. Subhead Marguerite Duras's second novel, The Easy Life, shows that all writing is practice. And it's a really good breakdown. Uh, she was a French novelist. Um, her second book was The Easy Life. Um, it's just been translated into English, and you can see... That she was not the writer. <clears throat> excuse me. She was not the writer that she became um, fifty years later, forty years later, whatever. Mm-hmm. And and and, it, it, and if you look at this book, it it really is a failure for her. But as you you can see the bones of how she got better in her career. And I thought this was a really, uh, from a writing standpoint, a really fascinating read, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, the Atlantic: What a famous writer's early work can teach us about failure is good
1: awesome so let's do three for three on the Atlantic <laughs> they really should sponsor this show I mean this is yeah, this is yeah, ridiculous yeah I think so uh, this is also a real estate story, but this one is, is <laughs> it's just fun it's interesting and again also kind of how like our desire to build and real estate and the the, the, the greediness of it um, I mean, they're good look there are good things about real estate but <laughs> This one is just interesting. So, How Tall is Too Tall? The Rise and Rise and Rise of the Super Tall Skyscraper by Bianca Bosker. Um, Really interesting about how we build these insanely tall buildings and how they work with the wind and just the the, the physics that go into it and then the greed that is required to live in one of these things.
0: Wow. All right. I'm going to read that. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, My second thing is a watch. And I know you have absolutely zero interest because I don't think you like the first movie. But I would argue that this is a sequel that vastly surpasses the original. It is Avatar The Way of Water. It is. uh, I enjoyed it. The thing about it is, like, my sister won't see it. My sister won't see it because she thinks the blue people look funny um my single favorite my single favorite and i sent this to you is uh is it's like uh the problem bob fisher has with avatar is that all the blue people he said this is not racist because the na'vi are fictional but they all look alike and my response was yeah, like Asians except blue. And then I was gonna Jesus write that Christ. and then you said, Don't write that, make it white women. So I said, Okay, I'll do that. That's fine. Um, I am getting yeah, a job yeah, soon. You gotta you gotta punch up. You gotta punch, you gotta up. punch up. Well, like and then, and my comment was there are four billion Asians in the world. I don't know how you can punch down at that. But you know, hey, you know what? They make more money than everybody in America and yeah, it's punching down. I got it. Well, if Asians all
1: look alike, Don, you're going to have a hell of a time when we go to war with China and you have to start killing people. I'm just, you know, I'm... going to... A lot of friendly fire. Yeah, a lot, lot of... A lot of friendly uh, fire lot blood on your hands. A lot of
0: friendly fire. Fl- yeah, that's exactly... No, just wear a hat or something. I don't know. Um, Jesus but, Christ. But no, but Avatar The Way of Water is... It really is uh, a really lovely... I thought it was fun. It's three hours and whatever, like three and a half hours. But
1: is the story any
0: good? Because the yeah. first
1: Avatar was fun. They're jumping around. It's pretty to look at, but it's a boring story. Yeah, it was boring yeah actually thought I it was did not a very care about I it. thought it
0: was a very good story. They take the uh I mean, you know, the bad guy is the same bad guy um but now he Oh, now, good but, all these
1: years later. Well, no, he,
0: yeah. he, he de- he's dead, but they ended up taking him and making him putting him into an avatar. So now he's got his own avatar. So now he gets to be one of the big blue people. He gets to he gets to fuck the animals. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. And uh it's yeah. gorgeous to look at. It's uh I I like the storyline um You know, it's a little bit of that Fast and Furious, it's all about family. But, uh, you know, I I still enjoyed it, and I recommend it. And so that's what I will say. However, I'm going to flip this, because ordinarily I don't do this, but I'm also going to give you a don't watch as an accompaniment. (laughs) Don't watch Babylon. It is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. It is uh, two hours in. Joe and I went and saw it, and two hours in, I'm looking at my fucking watch going how much goddamn longer do I have to put up with this shit? You know, and a lot of people that have said they don't like it, they don't like it because it's debauched because there's a lot of like, uh, kinky sex and stuff like there's a, there's a fatty Arbuckle moment where a woman is just taking a piss on him. You know, all this kind of stuff. That is not why I didn't like this. I don't have a problem watching a bunch of kink that doesn't bother. Tits are fine. Dicks are great. Yeah. What I didn't like is that it was pointless that it was uh, not a single character is worth rooting for or that you could identify with. And more importantly, and not only is it obvious this, he makes a point to have the fucking main, one of the main characters watching Singing in the Rain. This is basically, you know the story of Singing in the Rain, right?
1: Of course I do. I love that movie. It's one
0: of my favorites. This is as if Damien Chazelle was sitting and watching Singing in the Rain and thinking, what a wonderful story of early Hollywood. It's so funny. And then all of a sudden flipped over and watched Boogie Nights and then flipped over and watched Requiem for a Dream and said, ooh, what would would Singing in the Rain be like (laughs) if it was by the shittiest, most miserable bunch of greedy, self-involved fuckers I can find? And that's what this is. It is just a horrible film. So don't go see, go see Avatar, the way of water. It's not going to, it's not going to like have, it's not going to give you big opinions, but it's a fun, it's what cinema should be. It's a lot of fun. Don't go see Babylon. Um, because what I, there are two types of people I've read enough reviews after seeing the movie, uh, to, to assess. There are two kinds of people that watch Babylon. Some are like me, about half of them are like, what a fucking piece of shit! The other half sat through three and a half <laughs> hours, and now are trying to justify why they stayed. So, uh, all those, yeah. all these all reviews right. are like, "Oh, it's really excessive," and it's real. But oh, it's Damien Chazelle and his love for sentiment. No, it is a hostile, boring, awful movie. So there you go. All right, good. Uh,
1: speaking of hostile and characters we don't care about. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm venturing back into Star Wars, you know, because the, the sequels had no characters that we gave a shit about, none that had any redeeming qualities. Those that did, they killed them off. Yeah. Bye-bye Han Solo. They psyched us out with you. Ah, fuck. Those sequels sucks. Jesus Christ. Those things sucked. Um, but John Beardmore has been riding my ass like a whore on a pony to get
0: me to watch, he does that. Andor. I've 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 seen I've seen uh I've seen graphic novels of John Beard more writing yeah. donkeys and fucking things in the it's, ass. It's crazy. It's what he does. Yeah. Yeah. It's what he's he does, really, and he's frankly, really... I'm
1: I'm honored I'm honored to be included in his uh in his fantasies. You know, that he's giving yeah. out. I mean I think this is um I like that. I
0: like that. So what is it? It's Andor? I loved it's Andor. Andor I recommended Andor yeah. like five weeks ago. It's I know. brilliant. It's I know, outstanding. But... I'm only watching
1: it because it, like, if you had worn me down on it the way that John has worn me down, I would have, I would have given in. The way you did with my first tattoo, like, you're getting yeah. a fucking tattoo, it's good. So, I have had a chance to watch the first three, yeah, two, two or three episodes. I don't remember now. Um, yeah, I mean, look, this is this is a noir story. Yeah, it's the best and thing. I'm, I'm digging it. I mean, this it's the best this thing, thing. starts Disney, out Star in a Wars a
0: yeah, it's the best thing Disney's done with Star Wars since uh, Blade Runner, and that's exactly my assessment.
1: <laughs> I th- yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in, in seeing the rest of it play out. I like that there is no so far. You know, three episodes in, there's no reference. I think like they maybe have said the Empire like that word once. Yeah, I get so the, far or Imperial. You get like no, yeah, there's it's no it's in the world, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's, there's no Jedi. Like there's here's no the extended force. universe. Yeah. That is like, here's the thing, extended universe, if you look at extended family, that's like not your immediate family, that's your cousins that you don't always hear about. The extended Star Wars universe has always been just the immediate fucking family, and I'm tired of it, and it's pointless, and I don't give a shit anymore, and they did a poor job with it. This is great. Like, you start me off in a whorehouse, followed up with a quick accidental murder, then a deliberate murder to cover up the accidental murder. Y- you got me. Yeah. Oh you got me. And, I'm, I'm in. and it
0: gets like I said, this thing has it, every. you know, I've read some criticism of it. It's like, oh, it's so slow. Hey, first of all, Film Noir is it's slow. It's building. Yeah, if Film like, Noir good. is slow. Number two, this yeah. is a this is a series that has in order a fucking bona fide space heist, a fucking yeah. prison break where Andy Circus gets to play Andy Circus and a goddamn bona fide uh, rebellion on a planet against the Empire. It is absolutely the best thing they've come out in Star Wars in years. Other
1: bonuses um, co star Adria Ar- Arjona, I think is her name. She plays, plays uh, Bix Kaline. Yep. Or Bix Kaline, however you say that name. Uh, smoke Show. So, yep, that'll work for me. And has Stellan Skarsgård aged a day? Since Goodwill Hunting? No.
0: No, he's one that's, of those guys. I mean, you know, they say that, you know Wow. You know, he's yeah, he 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 has got one of those faces that just And I and I don't just think Norwegian and, living, I, and I don't think they did any de-aging on him. So I think uh I think that's no. yeah I think that's good. All right. Well let me know. I want to hear your assessment at the end of watching all of it, because I loved it. I really did. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was. I mean, excellent. so far, so good. Yeah, it's really good. All right, my third thing and final thing is not in the Atlantic. It is in Mother Jones. It's a read. Um, it is, it's a brutal, fearful winter for journalism subhead the reason yet again is corporate america and its fickle dollars and it's sort of a really nice breakdown of something we already know but in real like real time talking about BuzzFeed laying off 12% of its staff because everybody's watching TikTok Vice Media is cutting costs 15% NPR has uh, announced a hiring freeze and paused its su- it's very famous actually summer inter- internship yeah. Uh, because of a downturn in corporate sponsorship, uh, you know, ProPublica, The Intercept, Semaphore, Vox Media, and the Law and Justice journalism are having to scramble to replace massive donations and investment pledges by Sam Sam Bankman-Fried. <laughs> you know, three thousand in all. Three some three thousand <laughs> media jobs have been lost as of October. Three thousand. So it's uh, journalism is in a lot of fucking trouble right now, and uh, yeah, I don't want to get my. I, I mean, I read a lot of Substack, but I don't want to get my fucking news from Substack. No. That's you know, I I want I want my news, and I certainly can't get my news from uh, network televised news because that's what I get. Because my mom and dad really like to watch that, and it's I mean, literally, it's the same five stories five nights a week.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, re- yeah. I
0: remember, I remember a week where it was like that rogue wave that hit the cruise ship and washed a woman oh, overboard. God. They yeah. talked about that motherfucking rogue wave every single night for Five Nights. And I was like, what the fuck? Who can't, and mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's interesting, but I don't need to hear about a rogue wave. Five Nights, what new information can you give me about a wave that happened out of nowhere And just washed a woman aside. Do we need to hear her history? Do we need to know why? No, I saw a Poseidon adventure. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Journalism is is in trouble. Well, maybe this means
1: the end of, uh, between the defamation suit and this journalism just, you know, being in trouble. This could mean the end of Fox News and HuffPost, and maybe we can balance things out a little bit. Which well, would
0: be nice. see, what I'm doing, what I'm hoping is that uh, we're just going to hang on. We're going to, Litternape is just going to fucking hang on. There have been, I've read more, like, lit mag online lit magazines that I would say we are in the same space as. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just dropping like fucking flies. And our business model, which is spend no money, make no money, but write a lot is is a great model um, because we're still here and we're still going to be here when they're all said and done. My hope is that there's literally going to be like seven hundred people desperate to write for Literate Ape because we're the only thing. We're the only thing that's still publishing. So, yeah, sure. This is our future. This is it, man. This is we it. Will, we will be the 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 Twinkie stuffed cockroach <laughs> that survives.
1: <laughs> Survives the death of journalism. That's
0: it. That's us. And you know, nothing we do is journalistic necessarily, unless op-ed is journalism. Well, we'll have to. We'll have to adapt. We'll have to we actually. Ad- unlike unlike journalism of of yore, we will have to <laughs> actually be, be flexible. Adapt and we, we will learn. Yeah, we will be flexible yeah. and uh, and and start that kind of thing. And that, my <sighs> friends, is the Littered Ape Cast, first one for the twenty twenty three year. We have headlines. We have predictions. And we have some Rorschach. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope uh, you subscribe. That's all I'm saying.
1: Thanks for supporting journalism.
0: Yeah. Have a wonderful uh, new year. And I'll talk to you next week, my friend. Bye-bye. You can listen to the Literate Apecast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and
1: check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. fuck? Yeah.